you are about to listen to a broadcast of the Greater Harvest Church in Ellenwood, Georgia. In this episode, Evangelist Josephine Montgomery preaches a message entitled, Your Wilderness is Not Your Promise. Stay tuned. Telling us about John the Baptist and um, 
John the Baptist's mother named Elizabeth and Mary was Jesus' mother. Elizabeth and Mary, they was cousins. They was, they was cousins. So that means that Jesus and John the Baptist, they was first cousins. Amen? And you can find that in um, Luke, the, the third chapter, praise God, in the 23rd verse. And also in Luke, the first chapter, in the 36th verse. But when Jesus, when John, mother, Elizabeth, and Jesus, Mary, praise God, when they came together, we know that Elizabeth, she was, uh, was old and she didn't have any children. And, but God had promised in her husband, Zacharias, that she was going to have a child. And Elizabeth had, when you get a time, just go and read the chapter, praise God, Luke, the first chapter, praise God, in the 36 verses, say that when God, when Elizabeth and when Mary, when they got together, praise God, Mary was a young, a young lady when she was, had got conceived, Jesus, praise God, and Elizabeth was an old woman, praise God. I wouldn't say an old woman, but an old young woman. Amen? Right. Amen. Praise God. When she conceived uh, John the Baptist. And when Mary and uh, Elizabeth got together, praise God, both of them was pregnant. At the time, both of them was pregnant. And when they got together, when, when, when uh, Mary... Uh, when Elizabeth heard Mary's voice, the Bible say that the baby leaped, which is John, in Mary's womb. So both of them had babies in their womb, and which was, and when a woman carry a baby, a woman carry a baby, uh, water be in her body, amen? So there was water there, praise God. And that's a sack that the baby is carried in, is in water. So when they got together, and when they was pregnant, praise God, when they heard each other's voice, the baby, which is John, leap into Elizabeth's womb, was filled with the Holy Ghost, which was the water. They was in water, connected together, praise God. And when they meet again, Jesus was 30, 30 years old. And that's where we coming back in Mark, praise God, the first chapter, praise God. When they met again, they were met again in water, again in the baptism, in the Jordan River, amen? And when John saw Jesus and Jesus saw John, they, were, they haven't seen each other in 30-something years, praise God. And when they saw each other, it was red in the water. And John was baptizing people, and John seen Jesus coming, praise God, in the ninth verse, praise God. And Jesus went to John in, in the river of Jordan, saying that, you know, I got to be baptized. And see, Jesus said an example for us today, we must be baptized, amen? amen. And when he got baptized, he went down into the water. Now, the scripture says a straight way up coming out of the water in the 10th verse. So that let me know that Jesus wasn't sprinkled. Amen? 
I say it again, Jesus wasn't sprinkled. Because they say in the 10th verse, say, he straightway he came up out of the water. And he saw the heaven open and the spirit like a dove descended upon him. And there came a voice from heaven saying, Thy are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. When John had baptized Jesus, when he came up out of the water, the spirit of a dove descended on Jesus, praise God, and said a voice out of heaven, which is God, say that this is my beloved son, talking about Jesus. He is my beloved son. I am well pleased with him. And as I was reading about a dove, and we know a dove like a, a bird, praise God. And my mind went back to sometime you could go to a funeral. And uh, I've been at about one or two funerals that I've been to. That at the grave site, they have doves. And when these white doves that they have, at the end of the service at the grave site, they release these doves, and these doves fly and go back to the owner. Praise God. I don't know how they know where to go and where to turn right or where to turn left, but these doves, they go back to their owner. And the Spirit of God here is saying that a dove came upon Jesus as the Spirit of God and say, This is my beloved Son. Whom I am well pleased. He let us know that he was pleased with Jesus Christ. And as soon as he Jesus got baptized, the word of God said that immediately, right then, God was satisfied with Jesus. Amen. But as soon as he got baptized, it said immediately. Say the spirit in the 12th verse say, driven him into the wilderness. I don't know about you, but sometimes people say as soon as I give my life to God, see like everything goes wrong. Amen. And I got news for you that things was going wrong before you give your life to Jesus. That's right. Because everybody's going to have some trials and some, some tribulation. And we know that once Jesus got saved, he went into the willingness. The Spirit of God had led him into the willingness. And we know that a willingness is a dry place. Amen. It's a lonely place. A place that you feel you get discouraged. The willingness is a place that see like nothing ain't going right using a standstill. Very dry, very lonely. A fearful place. A willingness is a desert. You know, a desert. A desert. And in the desert, nothing don't grow in the desert. In the desert, everything is dry, hot. You get scary. You don't know what's going to go on. And the word of God said that he went into 
Nebuchadnezzar. You can imagine Jesus after he done got baptized, now he being tempted by Satan. Mm -hmm. Satan here, he is saying that I'm going to see. God say that he's well pleased with you. I'm going to see what you are made of. I'm going to tempt you. I'm going to try you. I'm going to test you. And you have to remember in those 40 days that he was in the uh, wilderness, a dry, lonely place, praise God. He had nothing to eat, nothing to drink. So I know that he, Jesus, was he's human, just like us. But he's a son of God, but he's human. He was born from Mary, praise God. He, Jesus, he got feelings. Just like you. He he hurts just like you. God is a God. Jesus is a God that he understands everything that you go through. And I'm here to tell you that the willingness, he was in the willingness. Some of us today are in the willingness. In a dry place, a lonely place, a fearful place. When your back is against the wall, I'm talking about the willingness. Where the willingness there is the hope. Jesus been there. He understands how you feel. Praise God. In the willingness, the word of God say that the angel had to come and minister unto him to help him. When a person, some people, not all people, but some people, when they are in the willingness, I'm talking about a willingness experience. Your willingness is not your promises. Some people, when they are in the willingness, going through some trials, when the enemy attack you left and right, see like when, when you get over one thing, something else come up. See like when you go to pay this bill, they got another bill coming up. And sometimes when you don't have any money even paying the bill, people knocking you left and right. Talking about the willingness. When your body is wrapped up in pain, praise God. You don't know what to do, praise God. You even, my mind just went to the, even with the lady with the issue of blood. She would have had a willingness experience. And in the wilderness experience which she had was her issues of blood. She had problems with her blood. For 12 long years, the Bible tells us, and when you get time, you can just uh, read that, praise God, and that's in uh, Mark, the fifth chapter. The same book, praise God. And the 25th verse. Say that the lady with the issue of blood she was in a willingness experience with her body, praise God, for 12 years. Sometimes we go through trials and tribulation for a long time and we feel like there is no hope. Could I get an amen? amen. Sometimes we feel like what's the use? Could you imagine with this lady for 12 long years? 
don't give all the money. She don't pay all the money to the doctor. The lady had went broke. Have you go from doctor to doctor and they say nothing they could do. So I done been there and experienced that for myself. When they turn their back on you, see, I had that willingness experience. When they doctor run out in the room, praise God, supposed to help you, praise God, and the doctor run out the room and leave you in the bed to die. That's what my willingness experience. Done been there. Got a t-shirt, praise God. Doctor, give up on you. See, that is my willingness experience. Somebody today have a willingness experience. Feel like say my back against the wall. But this lady, she did not give up, praise God. She said that only if I could touch the hem of his garment. I know that I could be made whole. I'm here to tell you in your willingness experience, praise God, it's not your promises. Don't give up, praise God. You hold on to God on changing hand. She said she pressed through the crowd. Everything was there to block her. The people was there to block her. But she did not give up. I'm here to tell you, don't give up, praise God. You may be down and out, but don't give up, praise God. You maybe can't go to church, praise God. But you can pray at your home. You can have church at your home. And I'm here to tell you, you are the church. Could I get an amen? You are the church. If you're going through something right now, praise God. If you are in the wilderness right now, praise God. Don't give up. Praise God in the midst. And she said, if I could just touch his hem of his garment, then I know that I would be made whole. Whether you got a, a wilderness experience, a blood issue, because see, this woman, she had a blood issue. Whether your blood issue, praise God, is a high blood pressure. That's a willingness experience, praise Amen. God. Amen. Low blood pressure. Low iron, praise God. A diabetic. Those are willingness experience, praise God. Yeah. Heart disease, cancer. Yeah. Somebody experienced those sickness and those illness. But I got news for you. God said that by his right you already healed. That is the promises of God. If you got arthritis, praise God. High cholesterol. Whatever your illness is, that is not your promises, praise God. Your promises is the word of God. Because the word of God says, Praise God, by his right, you are ready here. That is your promises, praise God. The willingness experience. Jesus is acquainted with everything that you are going through. Don't give up in the willingness. In the willingness, the dry place, the lonely place, praise God. God 
today to tell you you're not alone. Because the angel, they minister unto Jesus. And God said he are ministering to you. You are not alone. Don't give up, praise God. Don't throw in the towel, praise God. God said that everything that you go through, he knows. He are acquainted with everything that you go through. He knows how you feel. God said that he already came to conquer the world. He already came to conquer the devil. The word of God said that you are more than a conqueror. Amen. Amen. He said that you are more than a conqueror. You got the victory. Praise God in your willingness. Your draft plates. Because the word of God said weeping may do for a night. But joy come in the morning. When you go through your willingness, praise God. Everybody going to go through something. Could I get an amen? amen. Everybody going to be tested and tried. I wrote the scripture down, say John 16 chapter in the 33rd verse, say, Jesus say, uh, Jesus say, in the world, this world, you shall have, you shall have tribulation. But, be a good cheer. I have overcome the world. The word of God say that you're going to have trials. You're going to have tribulation. You're going to be tempted. But be a good cheer. Praise God. Encourage yourself. Sometimes we're going to have to encourage ourselves in the wilderness. And I'm here to tell you, he said, you be a good cheer. That he already overcame the world. You got the victory. How could you witness to somebody or tell somebody about what God could do if you never been through anything? I say it again. How could you tell somebody or witness to somebody what God could do if you never experienced or went through anything? Your tests and your trial are your testimony. Could I get an amen? Your tests and your trial is your testimony. You could tell somebody, I know that God could heal. Because he healed me. I know that God can deliver. Because he delivered me. I know that he could save. Because he saved me. I know that in the midst of everything that you're going through, God could give you peace. Could I get an amen? He said in his word, he will give you peace that passes all understanding. God said that red down in his word that he is with you in the willingness. If you praise God, you will get the, you already got the victory. Praise God. You walk by faith and not by sight. Praise God. Don't walk by how you feel or look at the things, how you feel or what you're going through. Hold your 
Jesus Boy. in the wilderness. Hallelujah. Jesus know how you feel in the wilderness. That's why he said, he sent me here to tell you. Yes, Lord. Your wilderness is not your promises. He did not promise you to leave you there. He did not promise you that. He promised you you will go through. Promise you on his word. Being I hear the word of God say, so many people say, well, in my willingness, I've been denied. My friend denied me. I've been rejected. I've been betrayed. Jesus, he understands that. He knows that. In Gethsemane, when they came to arrest him, Jesus, all of his disciples, they flee. They left him. Praise God. Mark the 14th chapter in the 5th verse say that all of his disciples, they forsook him. They left him. So he, he knows how you feel when you're being rejected. He knows. Peter denied him. He knows. Judas betrayed him. He got feelings just like you. He knows. When you feel like you think somebody got your back, husband walk off, wife walk off, children left you. He knows how you feel. He been there. But he said you be a good church, a good chair. He already conquered the world. He already knows how you feel. He said be a good chair. He's there with you. He will never, never, ever leave you. Nor he will forsake you. Hold on to him. Hold on to God. Weeping may do for a night, but God said, Joy, your joy is already here. I said, Your joy is already here. Pull yourself up, praise God. Pull yourself up in the faith. Joy is here. God said, He will come for you. You got the victory. You are more than a conqueror. You can make it. He said he will put no more on your burden on you that you can bear. You can make it. Your willingness is not your promises. Get out of your willingness and give God the praise. I said you give God the praise. Well, I don't feel like it's not about your feeling. It's what the word of God say. Do trust him. Do believe him. Do hold on to him. He is your deliverer. Is there anything too hard for God? No. When he came, when Jesus came out of the wilderness for 40 days, 40 nights, he came out preaching the gospel. And the 14th verse saying, the 15th verse saying, he preached the gospel. And say the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye. Believe the gospel. Believe the good news. 
God say that he are acquainted with everything that you're going through. That's why he's there for you. He say that you are not alone. Feel yourself in faith in God. Look to him. You have to, the word of God says, so you have to encourage yourself. Your willingness, God did not promise you that for you to stay there. You're going to go, everybody going to go through something. Everybody going to be tested. The devil tested him. That's what the word of God say, right? Say, Satan tested Jesus. The 13th verse. If Satan tested Jesus, what you think he's going to do about you? He don't give a hoot about you. You're going to be tested. You're going to be tried. But God said that test and that try to build you up in him. Let you see who you are. Who you can trust and who you cannot trust. Everything is done for a reason. Everything. And I'm here to tell you, don't give up on God. Don't give up on God. Whatever test, whatever trial that you go through, or you done been through, you is there to witness to somebody else that going through the exact thing that you went through. You is there to encourage them, to tell them you can make it because I make it through Christ Jesus. You can make it. That's why you go through things in this life. So you can be a witness. It build you up and strengthen you so you could be a witness that you could make it. No problem is too big or too small for God. You could make it. Jesus sent me to tell you today, whatever you are going through, God say you could make it. He's there with you. Your willingness is not your promises. He did not promise you to leave you in the wilderness. You got to get yourself up. He's there with you to strengthen you. We praise God for the word of God. And I hope and pray that the word of God strengthen you. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't look with your natural eyes. You walk by faith and not by sight. You can make it. Point to yourself and hit yourself and say, I can make it. I will make it. Because you belong here. You belong in God. Amen. You are belong in the presence of God. In your willingness spirit, just get in, in the presence of God right now. I say get in the presence of God right now in your willingness spirit. If you want to get in close with God, praise God. Whatever you may be, whether you're in the wilderness spirit or not, just get in the presence of God right now. You belong in the presence of God. God is right here with you. He said that he's holding your hand. Hallelujah. He said he would not leave you. Say, I belong here. No weapon. Hallelujah. No weapon form against you. 
just listened to another episode of the Greater Harvest Podcast. We hope that you have had an ear for what the word has to say to you, and we pray that your life will be changed for the better as a result of that. 
Please join us here again very soon and follow us on Instagram and Facebook for even more from the harvest. See you soon. Be blessed.